Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Rich Eisen Show. What advice would you give Lamar Jackson right now? And Dominic and Sue. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Uh... Having been in his shoes and done my own deals, mm-hmm. uh, stay firm. The Rich Eisen Show. Find a way, if, if you want to be with the Ravens, to where it's a win-win situation. Today's guests, NBA insider for The Athletic and Stadium, Sham Sharania. MLB Network analyst, Kevin Millar. Three-time Emmy Award-winning actor and comedian, Ray Romano. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. And we are thrilled to be here on the air live on the Roku channel, not just because we love our partnership with the Roku channel, but it does appear that we just got the Roku channel its first ever sports Emmy nomination for Best Studio (laughs) Show Day. Yes, indeed. <laughs> We're back, Mortimer. Yes. Congratulations, Congratulations boys. to everyone at the oh, Royal Channel. I'm going to do what I did last year. MLB Tonight, NFL Live. Pardon the interruption, Sports Center and the Rich Eisen Show. Hi. Outstanding studio show daily. How about that? Outstanding sports personality studio host, James Brown, Reese Davis, Mike Tirico, Scott Van Pelton. Yours truly. All right, Suze, nice. looks like we're going to New York in late May. And, uh, and the rest of us. Rich, congrats, buddy. Proud of you. Same to you. Hey, TJ's coming over to shake hands. How about us? We're back. Double dip again. Holy back to back. Smokes. I told you. Mike, did, did you pay off someone from Jersey to make well, this happen? I'm, I'm not going to lie. I voted this year, so I put a little mojo <laughs> in. And I told people, I'm like, if you see wow. our category, vote. You. Congrats, fellas. Congrats, everyone at home. Congratulations to NFL Live. Pardon the interruption. Sports Center. And us. Awesome. Outstanding studio show daily. Congrats, everybody. And congrats to everyone at the Roku channel. I want to thank them for their partnership. Shout out Roku Joe. Shout out Roku Charlie. Come on. Hoskins, Mitch, Jordan. Wow, it happened again. We're thrilled. Hey, look. Hey, Rich, don't sound surprised, baby. Don't sound surprised. I appreciate that. Act like you've been there before, which we have. So here's what we need to do, everybody. When when is this date? When is this date? It's yeah. uh, May 22nd. Okay, so block that off. We're going. We're going. Yes! <laughs> We're back. We'll go back in the New York. We'll booth. go, and then I can't wait. and then this Sweet. time around. This time around, yes. we're bringing our own internet Wi-Fi. Yes, Biggie Smalls is there, and, and that, that we are honestly. They could frisk us all they want. We are bringing drinks in there, okay? Because yeah, yeah, we're not sitting there for three and a half hours. Flask situation. Yeah, we sneak up honestly, the NFL, the Emmy, yeah, the Emmy. Flask. Honestly, flask, flask. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you to you guys. Thank you, uh, Rich. Congrats, man. Hey, to Sean I mean, Mitchell at home. Everybody. Absolutely. All and shout out Jay Felly to to Jordan Sherrill at home. To Mike Hoskins, Mike, you could take different cameras because you show that uh, what you do every day, along with the rest of this production crew, uh, Liz Wailed, and everybody that puts this show together every single day. Adam Chudwin is in the back. He is the first line of defense that we have. Um, So I want to thank the whole crew. Wow. Okay, let's go bring it home. Hey, we fooled him for another year, guys. Hey, man. 
to, to quote Nate Diaz, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I can't finish the rest of the quote, Rich, because, you know, Roku. I'm, I'm like proud that. of you guys. I'm proud of you, buddy. And yeah. I appreciate that. Let's keep, keep it going, man. Wow. Okay. Hey, let's take one home this year. That would be great. I'll take it. So I want to thank also everybody out there who uh, who puts this uh, this show on the map because you watch us every day and you share what we do every day and uh, that allows our colleagues to covet uh, what they see every day. And it is an honor just to be nominated and for the second year in a row, a double dip. And I'm thrilled to be included with such great uh, broadcasters. And uh, I guess Tariko is going for two in a row, huh? So there you have it. Um, so thank you. Let's talk about tonight, shall we? Let's get into it. Because the NBA playoffs begin tonight. Huge Although night. the NBA calls this the play-in tournament. Um, and the loser tonight does go home to host a playoff game. That is technically a playoff game, right? The loser tonight goes home. <laughs> right. But not for good, just to host <laughs> the winner of the 9-10 game that happens on Wednesday night. But that said, the playoffs begin tonight in the NBA. And it's all about, well, I'll, I'll let the uh, the owner of the Los Angeles Clippers kind of set the stage for you. Hit it, Mike. Hit it right there. The uh, owner of the Los From Angeles. From now on, yes. it's all about <laughs> the Larry OB. Only one team <laughs> can claim that at the end of the run of these playoffs and everybody else who makes the playoffs as uh, also Mr. Bomber has so eloquently put it. Toilet! Yeah. <laughs> like the Highlander, the chameleon. The one. This is why we're not only one. By the way, this is why we're nominated two years in a row. <laughs> That's the content. The that Roku channel is very happy. They're, they're, very, they're very excited. <laughs> toilets. It's all about the Larry OB and for everyone else it's toilets. And who's in the mix for the Larry OB? Here we go. I know it's the playing tournament. I get it. There are six teams in each conference that are already chillaxing, getting ready for their first round contest this weekend. But who is in the mix hosting a game tonight? <laughs> but the team that everybody thought was, in fact, in the toilets <laughs> when the season began because their roster was unworkable and there was no chance to create a roster to go on a run with a chip and a chair when the playoff tournament began because of the new coach coming in and telling Russell Westbrook he's got to come off the bench and he won't be happy. And even though he did come off the bench and started doing sixth man of the year type stuff, it still wasn't working out to the tune of going on a run for a championship or making a run in the playoffs because Anthony Davis got hurt again, missed a street close. And yes, LeBron James was playing way beyond his age, triple doubling, if I'm not mistaken, on his birthday. And then he gets hurt just when the team does reconfigure its roster in a series of trades that did begin with Russell Westbrook being offloaded, only to have him wind up in Los Angeles for a Clipper team that is higher ranked and is one of the teams chillaxing tonight, getting yeah. ready for its first round series against the Phoenix Suns and Kevin Durant. Who'd have, who'd have thought that possible? 
when the season began, when we were all looking at the Lakers and saying, no chance. And yet tonight, they host a Minnesota Timberwolves team that everybody thought would be in the six Western Conference sextet sitting at home, chillaxing. And they're the ones coming in without Rudy Gobert, the reason why everybody thought the Timberwolves would be in the top six in the West is because Rudy Gobert was added, and he's not there tonight because he couldn't keep his hands to himself in a huddle in the final regular season game of the year. What a sentence. (laughs) What did I say that was incorrect? (laughs) I know, but I'm just saying that it actually happened. Right. I mean, you really should have learned that in kindergarten, right? Keep your hands to yourself. I'm teaching that to Cage. Don't hit our friends. (laughs) And they're without one of their best young players of the season blossoming because he couldn't keep his hands to himself hitting a wall. Come on. And the Mavericks, who were coming off of a Western Conference Finals appearance, sitting there as the sixth seed right around the trade deadline, acquiring Kyrie Irving, they pulled a plug on their season on Friday, and look who is in the mix tonight. Your Los Angeles Lakers. And you cannot say this team can't go on a run. Uh Uh-uh. D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley shooting threes. Jared Vanderbilt. Mo Bamba, if he can be healthy. Bamba. 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 Come on. Bamba. Look at the Los Angeles Lakers tonight in the downtown Hoops Dojo. Lakers. Here we go. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. (laughs) They can go on a run. And I'll tell you what. They win tonight. Get your cardigans ready, because here comes Shannon Sharp <laughs> and the Memphis Grizzlies and Dylan Brooks and John Morant and Jay Cubed, Jaron Jackson Jr. and the brash Grizzlies who talk it and walked it to the tune of the two seed. Oh, my gosh. Sign me up. And then the Timberwolves go home and take on the winner of Wednesday night's game. Between the Pelicans and the Thunder as the Pelicans are without Zion and the Thunder without Chet Holmgren all year getting into the 10th seed. Unless, of course, the winner of that game comes here to Los Angeles because Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards and the rest of that talented Timberwolves team will shock everyone tonight. Let's go. You got the Heat and the Hawks this evening. That's fun. Yeah, buddy. Winner of that. Contest goes to visit Boston. I'm sorry, I'm rooting for the Heat tonight. Even though I chose the Hawks, (laughs) I I chose the Hawks preseason to be the team to shock everyone and win the East, just because I was trying to zig when everyone was zagging. Let's roll. Fired up for that one. Also, just like two teams with crazy amounts of drama this year. Atlanta does a, a coaching change and rumors about Trey Young and his future with the team and. Miami is just one of those squads. If they get hot, TJ, they could go to the finals. Like yeah. They have that pedigree. Jimmy Butler could just take over. Like we were saying yesterday, they have the shooters who could get hot. Yeah, Maddox said it's the same team yeah. that damn near prevented the Celtics from making the finals. Yeah. One year. shot away, a Jimmy Butler pull-up three from going to the finals. Chip and, and a chair. they are again. Chip yeah. and a chair. And Jimmy left it all on the court that night. Man, yeah. if you that was remember. incredible. That was a wonderful yeah. series last May. That was incredible. Wow. It was. And by the way, don't sleep on the 9-10 game in the East also. Bulls performed very well. 
in and the they last have been few tanking. weeks. They the <laughs> bull, to play the for Bulls finished strong. Yeah. Compared to obviously the first few months of their season and the Raptors have got scorers, they've got players. Is this Nick Nurse's potential final game on the bench for the Raptors? What the hell? How is Zion not ready? I mean, what the hell's going on with his career? We're about to talk to Shams in a second. Yeah. He said yesterday, they, the Pelicans said Zion's not even close to returning what to the, the court. What the hell's going on? Unreal. What's going on? I don't know, man. I, I just hope it's not one of those situations where Starts it's like, tonight. what if? Starts tonight. I'm looking at the bottom line on, on ESPN. Will the Lakers win the West? A legit question. A legit question. Chris Mannix, our, our friend from Sports Illustrated yesterday, said he thinks they're going to. He thinks they will win the West. And if the Lakers make the championship, I know that would freak out a bunch of people, but I'm sorry. Sign me up too, man. LeBron in the finals again. Purple and gold with yeah. fans in the stands this time. That's exactly what every... Sport would want their all-time great scorer late in his career doing crazy things. I mean, that's what baseball got out of pool holes at the end of last year, right? One last little hurrah, although this wouldn't be maybe even his last hurrah. By the way, speaking of baseball, tip your cap to the Tampa Bay Rays. They started 10-0 and now. The Yankees are four out. Already, they've got a four-game lead in the East. The Rays shut out the Red Sox 1-0. It's been damn near 30 years since we saw, 30-plus years since we've seen a team start 10-0. and And they take on your Sox again today. They're on pace for, what, 162 and wins? Yeah, wow. Look at you. You're, You're very good, good at math. math so. You're good at math. And that game again, also took two hours yesterday. And I'll just say this. We're good at math, too. That's <laughs> two in a row for us. Hey. How about that? So I'm proud of you and everybody who works here, and thank you to everybody that keeps us uh, coming back for more every day, and that includes our friends at the Roku channel. How about us? We're one for one for the Roku channel. How about us? Yeah. yeah that's what happens. Yeah, I'm, wearing you bring us on board. I'm wearing purple today. You bring us on board, and we get you nominated. <laughs> See how so that works? We're thrilled. <laughs> 844-204-RICH. Oh, so here's our show. Sham Sharania on the day that uh, the playoffs begin or the play-in tournament begins. By the way, in this spot tomorrow, Stephen A. Smith will join us. Oh. Yes. I'm breaking news, Stephen. You. In studio? Oh, yeah. So it's, it's an all Stephen tomorrow. Stephen A. Smith and Stephen Wright, the old comic, will oh. be here. Or the longtime Five comic. Time. Pardon me. Um Hour number two of this program, we'll talk about the Tampa Bay Rays and what's going on with them in the first week and a half of the baseball season. Kevin Millar, or as uh, you would put it, Millar, joins us top of hour number two. And then in studio, hour three, he's got a beautiful new movie everybody should check out called Somewhere in Queens. Wrote it, directed it, starred in it, along with Sebastian Maniscalco. And you want to talk old school, Tony Lobianco and Laurie Metcalf is in this film as well. Written, produced, Directed and started by uh, the great Ray Romano will be here in studio. How about that? Wouldn't it be amazing if Aaron Rodgers becomes a Jet before he rolls in? Well, we know that's not going to happen. That's not happening. Mark Murphy, <laughs> the de facto owner of the Packers, is has chimed in. I thought that was Del Tufo. Nope. He has chimed in. He's a real owner of the Packers. Oh. How many How many shares do you have? One now. Attaboy. Oh, you gave one down. You gave away? away? No, I had two. 
left. I gave one away. To who? I had two. I thought you had three and you gave one away. Okay. No, I had two. I gave one away. Well, we we got to dive further into this. Yeah. But let us take a break here. 844-204-RICH number. Oh, I've got a top five. You know, Adam Schefter reported yesterday that six teams have asked for the three, uh, the, the third overall pick from the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I tell you, the top five that should have should be on that list. I love it. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. This Emmy-nominated program here on the Roku Channel and this radio station, terrestrial and satellite. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Sham Sharania joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show. The Rich Eisen Show radio network is back now. Senior NBA insider at the Athletic and Stadium and host of Run It Back on FanDuel TV. And we're just talking about the uniqueness of this field. Again, Kevin Durant, uh, uh, an NBA Finals MVP, is a four seed on his new team. He's still kind of just getting his feet wet there. Uh, You've got... Um, the Golden State Warriors defending champs is a six seed, and then LeBron James, uh, an all-time great scorer, a seven seed, and he could go visit the two seed. Um, and a lot of people are thinking, and the Grizzlies, a lot of people are thinking this is uh, obviously advantage Lakers this evening because the Timberwolves are coming in without Rudy Gobert. And uh, walk me through the Timberwolves' decision to leave him at home, best you can tell, Sean. Yeah, I think... Yeah, it, it was an organizational decision from everything I'm told. Tim Connolly, their president of basketball operations, he came down uh, personally to tell Rudy Gobert that he was being sent home on Sunday at halftime of that game. And and the same decision was made by Tim Connolly and the organization to suspend him for this one game tonight. 
uh, in this playing tournament. From what I'm told, the, the roster, Kyle Anderson, who was involved in the altercation, the players, they were they were pretty much ready to move forward and and see if Rudy Gobert can get back to the team and and move on from that incident and keep it moving. Um, but as the organization, due to the punch, had decided that that was something that they just could not let go and 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 just allow him to play in another in a game the very next uh, you know the very next game. So. Um, suspended one game without pay, team suspension, and the expectation is that their next game, whether it be the next play-in game um, in a few days or the playoffs, their game one of the playoffs that they win tonight, uh, that he will be available for action. And then that will just continue. You know, We're going to have to see how that, that dynamic is when he's back in the lineup. Well, the dynamic, because so many people are assuming that's just going to be a wrap for him whenever this season ends. Is that a safe assumption with him in it, Minnesota? It, well, it's it's a difficult one to make because of, of the contract that Rudy Gobert's on. He's got multiple years, significant money still left on his deal, and they they did trade away significant assets: the four first round picks, a draft swap, Walker Kessler, bevy of players to go get him, and um, to to just move off him after a year. That's a tough pill to swallow. And also, are you going to recoup the assets that you got back? But he's under contract, Rich, until twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six. So he's got. Two years guaranteed and a third year player option after this year. Forty one million next year, forty four in twenty four twenty five, and forty seven million player option in twenty five twenty six. That's a contract in and of itself that's gonna be difficult uh, to just move and, and get a win um in today's landscape. So I I, I would not bank on that being a sure thing, no. Sham Sharania, the athletic as well as stadium senior NBA insider for both host of run it back on FanDuel TV here on the Rich Eisen show. You reported uh, yesterday that Zion isn't anywhere remotely close to coming back for the Pelicans, even if they win their, uh, you know, their next couple of games that that he might. He, so I guess here's the deal. Simple question. What gives what's going on with him? Shams. Well, right now it's it's really a conditioning situation, and anytime you you have a player like Zion Williamson, his, his body type, the specimen that he is, he's unique, one of one player that we're ever going to see in today's NBA. Six six, the way he's able to jump and move, and the the, the fluidity that he has when he's healthy, um, it's very unique. And so when he has a lot of these lower body injuries, it's a matter of reconditioning, getting in basketball shape, making sure that he's 100% so that he's not susceptible to further injury and worse injury when he's back on the floor. So I think the conditioning, the gap between conditioning and body healing is, is, is still there. And it's, it's why it's a wide gap from what I'm told right now. And I think the Pelicans are operating under the, the belief that he will not be available throughout their first round series if they do get there and that he's not relatively close to to making a return. He's going to be out for the, this play-in tournament. They've already ruled him out for the play-in tournament. Uh, David Griffin, uh, their their head basketball executive, he said that Zion Williamson may not get there he, as far as the point of, of being there condition-wise and and that he, um, you know, hopefully will be able to pr- start practicing at some point during the first round of the playoffs. But with a guy like Zion Williamson, there are multiple progressions he has to have and be comfortable with before he can enter the floor. And he's had multiple setbacks throughout his, his, his career already um, when he's been coming back from injury. So that's something the Pelicans have to be cautious with and mindful of. So uh, is there any frustration that you sense from the organization coming out of New Orleans about how patently disappointing his first few years has been with them? I, I think I think the roster, there's been a level of, it would be great to have Zion Williamson back. So there's, 
the only level of frustration would be is when he's on the floor, this is a team that's contending for home court advantage. So there's frustration in not having him on the floor and that he's, he's, he, so far this year, unfortunately, since January, has not been able to get back to the floor. Um, but I think throughout the Pelicans and David Griffin's era there and his tenure there, they've been pretty hands-on in terms of being cautious with the way, um, you know, the way they've handled him um, and, and that they're not just going to bring him back out of frustration and, and out of just desire of him being on the floor. Because if that was the case, I think he would have potentially been back by now. But they're going to be careful with him and I think that's we've seen that throughout the, the his tenure in 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 New Orleans. And and John Morant obviously the two of them are going to be connected for forevermore. He's the two seed or he's he he is part of the two seed and part of the reason why the Memphis Grizzlies are the two seed and he's going to have a front row seat, huge spotlight on him, everything that happened in Denver and his suspension and now he's back. Is there any lingering concerns there that or, or he's turned the page different guy and the playoffs he's set to make his mark in a way that we all expected him to Sean? no i haven't heard any lingering effects i mean of course this is something we have to continue to monitor and right. something that off the court continue to monitor but he hasn't been as active on social media and i think that the the, the grizzlies organization john morant the locker room they they all wanted this distraction, this cloud to just leave. And, and so far, it, it has been gone. He's right. been pretty locked in. This, this team is looking like it's ready for a, a deep playoff run. It, you know, if they play the Lakers, that'll be a very, very interesting series. Um, but all along, the Grizzlies organization, his teammates have wanted him back on the floor and we're ready to embrace him with open arms. Okay, last couple for you here. Paul George, what's his status entering? He will be sidelined to begin the playoffs. Uh, they play game one on Sunday. He will not play, and I'm told it's it's indefinite when he's going to be back. He has yet to be ruled out of this first-round series, and I am told he is making some progress with his return from that knee sprain that he suffered on March 21, mm-hmm. but he's a guy that hasn't progressed yet to contact and scrimmage work and, and all the like. I think a lot of his work right now is exercising therapy. He still has a brace on his knee, so doesn't particularly sound like someone that's just going to come back in a week or so. I think it's still going to take some time to ramp up, and I think the Clippers are prepared right now. that They're, they're going to have to play on without Paul George for okay. at least a little bit longer. And uh, what is the what is your belief, crystal ball it, uh, the MVP race, from what you hear and from your colleagues and what you think the voting uh, will turn out to be for the MVP this year? Yeah, you know, when I speak to players, I think Joel Embiid seems to be the consensus MVP in the players' eyes. Of course, they don't vote for the award. Right. Um, but I, I think the, the momentum that he has definitely carried over the last month of the regular season. But when you look at the race, him, Giannis, Nikola Jokic, I think they all have a case for MVP this year. That's what makes this league, I think, right now, um, you know, it's it probably at its most, most pure level, um, the, the amount of parity. Shams, I appreciate the time. Know your time crunched. Let's do this again real soon. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, Rich. You Thank got, you. You got it. That's Shams Sharania heading back to either the Athletic Stadium or FanDuel TV. I don't. I, I can't tell. The players think it's Embiid. That surprise you? The players. Yeah, interesting. The um, players think it's Embiid. They're on the court with him. They know how they're tough on he the is court. With, they're on the court with Jokic. Yeah, they're true. on the court with Giannis. So, so that tells you something. I mean, Done he's it. Had, he's had yeah. a tremendous year. He's had a tremendous. Well, I mean, as you know, I've come around. I've come around. <laughs> to what? To Embiid being the MVP. Oh, okay. Embiid being the MVP. 
And I, I know that there's two guys who have won it before and were just as great and are on one seeds. And then there's one guy who has never won it, who has played as great as he's ever played, and he's on a three seed, and I want to give it to that guy. If I had a vote, I'd give it to that guy. I really would. I, you know, I, pounded, I really would. I pounded the table for him to win MVP all year, but um, now that we're actually here, there's one MVP trophy that I really want him to win more than anything well, else. It's the big, it's the, is that the Bill Russell? Is that what, it, is, is that what it's called? The MVP? Yeah, the, yeah, finals the, MVP? Uh, finals yeah, MVP. Bill Russell Award. That's the one. Let's get that. Oh, good luck, sir. Hey, we got a chance, man. It's going to be awesome. A lot of teams got a chance. You're not concerned about your first-round series? I, I, for the Sixers, not so much. For the Clippers, obviously, yeah. Well, I mean. You know, that, and, and for as much as I hate to admit it, because you've been so adamant about this all year, about the sitting out, the Clippers did it to themselves. You know, they they there's no reason they shouldn't be the three seed right now, but, you know. The Clippers did it to themselves, but the Suns did it for themselves. Who the hell saw Kevin Durant being acquired by the Phoenix Suns? Yeah. Anybody? Bueller? <laughs> that was right. not on anyone's uh, Honestly, card, like man. these Clippers minus Paul George and the Suns minus Durant, I think you got yourself a, a heck of a series here. Because well, let's let's dive into this here. We have a few minutes. The, the Clippers bench, the second unit for the Clippers, Deep. I would give them the nod, right? Over oh, the Suns? Uh, over the Suns bench? I would think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Suns are... Just a totally untested. Yeah, absolutely. Totally untested, and, and and it's time for them to grow up. And you might just say they'll play the OGs deep. Durant and Chris Paul, deep. Can Chris Paul ever quit the Clippers or what? <laughs> right. How many times do they keep running into each other? It's kind of crazy. But the Clippers' second unit, do it's, not sleep on them. It's no. nice. And they do have their own NBA Finals MVP, and it's he's going to have to shoulder a ton of the burden, mm-hmm. right? Which he's been doing. He's going to have to do that. And who else is going to have to step? Like it's Russ. Can Russ? Russ gonna it's going. It's Russ. I think for Isn't Russ, that wild like that. That's Russ winds up on the Clippers, and and at the time. Terrence Mann was playing very well, mm-hmm. and the conversation here in Los Angeles is like, why are they doing it? Let's just stick with the kid. He's doing very well. What are we doing? And now it comes time for the playoffs, and it's like Russ can get him through. Yeah. But who's going to guard Durant? If Durant shows up Kawhi. like Durant, okay, then who's going to guard Devin Booker? That's going to be a that's Mason be Plumlee's a gr- best friend. That's going to be a group effort. Norm right Powell. Norm Powell. Powell. Yeah. Man, like, T-Man will be on him. It's going to be a group um, effort. E. Gordon's probably going to draw the – uh, some time on them. Which one? Which series is your favorite of the first round? Holy smokes! It's hard not to say. Uh, Let's throw Suns and Clippers, Clippers out. Yeah, okay, hold on. Throw Let's it out. You know, I mean, it, it's Knicks Cavs. That game is going to go another four, five. seven games, and each game is going to come down to the last possession. It feels like I'll tell you, Donovan which. Mitchell might have a, a couple fifty pointers. The way Julius Randle has played, if he's healthy. The way Brunson has played this year, earned every penny. Everyone who scoffed that contract when he signed it over the summer, $100 million for a number two, number three uh, guy. with me. He's, he, he has been amazing. Jalen Brunson has caused me to become a Nick fan again. 
Honestly. With good reason. Watching Jalen Brunson has caused me to just put my... Dolan, what is it? It's not the wormhole. We had Neil deGrasse Tyson said it was a black hole. Right. Just, just Just get me out of that gravitational pull. Yeah. Now then, there's two other series that are under the radar because they haven't existed yet. If it's Lakers, Grizzlies, and Heat, Celtics. I'm terrified of playing the Heat. Okay. The Nets, with their Dallas Mavericks, have the opportunity to just shock the world, beat the Sixers. You want to talk about an unlikely playoff six seed. This team... All summer long, it was how, you know, how will Kyrie and Durant finally having come together for this team, get ready to play with Ben Simmons, right? How How is this team going to win it all? Because they can just win it all just by rolling their roster out there. Durant is the four seed with the Suns. Kyrie is sitting at home because his trade to the Mavericks with whatever the hell happened there, caused them to eventually pull. It didn't work. They pulled the plug on the season the Friday before. He's out. And all the Mavericks that get traded are now in the playoffs with a completely recast team with Jacques Vaughn, who was the interim coach for a bit. The sixth seed was a Steve Nash coach team with Kyrie and Durant being the dynamic duo. And you thought when... Durant gets traded and Kyrie gets traded and Jacques Vaughn, uh, you know, they fire the coach. They would be the team on the outside looking in. Right. Not already with their playoff spot secured. They don't even have to play in. What an incredible story the Nets are to be the sixth seed. But the one that nobody's talking about. Because the, it involves a team that hadn't made the playoffs in 12 years. A team that hasn't made the playoffs in 12 years taking on the defending champs with the sixth seed because Draymond hit Jordan Poole and because Steph was injured twice Mm -hmm. because Wiggins was out with personal reasons for a couple months and Clay was getting load managed and they couldn't play a lick of defense and suddenly couldn't play on the road. That was the big reason. Could have been a road game. That was the reason. And despite all of that, Gary Payton II being acquired, reacquired, and then he's reacquired, injured. You want to talk about a team that's reconstituted that nobody's talking about because the Heat is sending potentially the team that damn near knocked off the Celtics last year, potentially to Boston because they have a whole story, but they still are the same team, the Heat taking on the Hawks tonight. How about the Warriors? They got a chip in a chair, and they're the six seed. The defending champs are the six seed, taking on the don't know any better because they don't know what they don't know, and it doesn't matter because they're so friggin' talented Sacramento Kings. Everybody's sleeping on the Kings. I mean, I'm telling you. Everyone's sleeping com- on the Kings. Excuse sure. me. I'm. You bet. For sure. I'm telling you. I was in that... Downtown Hoops Dojo watching the Clippers dismantle the Blazers, whoever the hell they were, on the floor on Saturday in the second half. My friend Doug, diehard Clipper, season ticket holder, everybody in the Clippers, you were sitting here thinking, man, 
anything but the five seed. We don't want to. We don't know. We don't want a piece. Of, we would rather take on the Kings. Mm-hmm. And I was there. The previous Clippers game that I saw with my son. Well, that's not true. Two previous Clippers games that I saw with my son was that double overtime Kings Clippers game, where Malik Monk couldn't miss. <laughs> he could not. And the son of Arvidas, Arvidas. I don't want a piece of him. De'Aaron Fox, that is, to me, that's the series of the first round that I'm looking forward to the most. Warriors it's might Kings, be the Warriors. sixth seed. Warriors have the fourth best title odds. Because they're the Warriors. And, and if Wiggins just, is back, that kind of changes everything. Just you watch them win one of the first two games in Sacramento, and we'll hear the stat. What This would be what, their 27th straight playoff series oh, winning a game yeah, on the road? 26-27, yeah. A team that couldn't win on the road worth a lick this season. Watch them come together and just become the Warriors. Watch 11-30 on the road this year. <laughs> My question is, why are me and your friend Doug not friends as Clipper? I don't know. Well, I mean, me and Doug. I think you've met up. him. He's been yeah, in here yeah. many times. <laughs> So let's go. Here we go. This is going to be so good, man. That's our Rich Eisen show NBA playoff preview. Plus Kevin Herter, Rich. Kevin Herter, who is on the Kings. Who you didn't want to trade Kawhi Leonard. Uh, 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 uh. (laughs) In a fit of peak. In the midst of the early first half of the season, nonstop Kawhi Leonard load management's and then him sitting an entire second half of a blowout loss to Denver where they just gave up. One of the many games the Clippers left on the floor. They just sat him for an entire second half, and I was just like, I'm done with him. Do you want him? (laughs) (laughs) I'll take Kevin Herter. And then you're like, nah. You're the one who said no. And then you say, well, you didn't didn't send the trade to me. You didn't send the trade. Yeah, okay. (laughs) You didn't send the trade. Glad I didn't. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Back with more right here on the Roku Channel, home of a sports Emmy nominated program. Hey, look at us in purple. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Just showed in, uh, in our Roku channel only segment a video from 2019 when I finally landed. Was it 2021? Was it 2019? Two years ago. Oh, just two years ago? That's yeah, it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Two years ago, where I finally landed a plane here on the Rich Eisen Show trying to nickname in uh, a, a dynamic star of the game in the NFL. 
with a with a nickname, finally landed the greatest victory. Called uh, Ter- uh, Derrick Henry the, dimi- the the diminisher or the diminisher, as he kind of put it, a very Columbus accent on the the, um, which I overlooked because I was so overjoyed that he accepted my my, my my uh, nickname of the diminisher because he diminishes his opponents, and he doesn't diminish as this as the. Game goes on, and you didn't sound very happy for me, Chris. I I take umbrage. You should to that to that Not. classification. Uh, uh, I think having known you at that point more than a decade and seen you fail a time and time again at see, that's the, at levying the, nicknames, I was in shock, and I was happy shock. that it actually shock. one landed that a player was receptive uh-huh. to your prospects and ah. naming them. Why isn't Derrick Henry traded yet? Great question. I'm still kind of surprised their quarterback is still there. The draft is two weeks from Thursday night. Oh, the quarterback's not going anywhere. Ryan Tannehill is not going anywhere. Ryan Tannehill is going to start the season for the Tennessee Titans. Unless the next two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Unless the next two weeks play out where they roll all the dice and they put all their eggs and draft capital for this first round and probably future first rounds in Anthony Richardson to move all the way up to the third overall spot. If they're one of the teams that Adam Schefter, our friend and colleague at the Worldwide Leader in Sports, said was one of the six teams to have knocked on the door of the Arizona Cardinals to try and trade up for the third overall position. I imagine they have to be one of them to just knock on the door and do due diligence and just check out what's going on. Because Malik Willis, the kid from Liberty, who they drafted, I believe, in the third round last year, looked so unready. And you can't think anything but... His performance left such uh, an imprint on the Tennessee Titans that they that they have to kick the tires to see if Anthony Richardson is worth it and see what happens there. Or they love him so much and they're just going to let him marinate another year behind Ryan Tannehill and 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 see if he's the guy that can take over the reins once Tannehill relinquishes or they. Have Tannehill relinquish. My question is, is if they do go and move up from 11 to 3, you know what moving up from 9 to 1 cost the Carolina Panthers. So you move up from 11 to 3, that's 8 spots. Moving up from 9 to 1 was 8 spots. So look at what the Panthers gave up. Downgraded a little bit because... You're not talking about the first overall yeah. pick. Third and you pick. also, they had to put a premium in the Bears. That's what Ryan Pohl said. There will be a premium for you securing the top spot as early in the process as you did. And if I'm the Cardinals, I'm saying this is technically the top spot in the draft now, isn't it? Well, it's not the same as the first overall where you get to choose. This is the first spot where you're not going to have Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud on the board, but everyone else is there. 
This is my long wind-up to now give this pitch. If you move up from 11 to 3 and you choose Anthony Richardson and he is somebody that needs to sit and watch, and you just saw what happens when Malik Willis was forced in at too soon and too early and how that looked, although, man, you imagine if the Titans had beaten the Chiefs in that nationally televised game that Malik Willis started and then <laughs> almost pulled that one off anyway. Yeah. But if you do that and you trade your draft capital like that, one way to replenish it, and certainly if you're already pulling the plug for future years or this year in advance of Anthony Richardson, why wouldn't you trade Derrick Henry and get a second-round pick back maybe? Why wouldn't you just start from scratch? In all honesty, you got Hassan Haskins. Or, and you know how I feel about him. Or, and I know people might say he's not Derrick Henry. He's a a running back who can be your bell cow. Trust me, I've seen it. Or, if you're the Titans, do you just say, all right, we got Tannehill. All right. We got a good enough team, we think. But we're just going to pull the plug on Henry. And if it doesn't work out, there's Caleb Williams next year. Hmm. Now, the Titans might be hearing this with their new general manager and the very prideful Mike Vrabel and saying, get out of here. We can still win this division right now. We keep Henry, let's go. Which is not inaccurate. I mean, Why wouldn't you call the Bills? Why wouldn't you call them? The Bills. Who wouldn't take Derrick Henry to try and just put themselves over the top? I mean, there are a few teams who need Derrick Henry. And if you want to flip him to someone in the NFC to get him out. Philadelphia. Wow. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) I don't know. Philly's sitting there at 10. They can just take Bijan and be done with it. Or they flip 31 and be done with it. (laughs) I mean, it's a big price for Derrick Henry, but still. How bad do you want him? How bad do you want to take that next level? I mean, right? I'll tell you the spot where I, I, I would love to see him. You want to talk about a different division, different conference. Why wouldn't Jerry Jones want to stick the star on the side of his helmet? Ooh, <laughs> I had an idea. That's where you were going with this. Because Tony Zeke Pollard, out, who you love so much. Zeke out. I know this is total fantasy football, but what the heck? We're waiting for the NBA playoffs playing to start. Draft is two plus weeks away. Would Dallas flip a two for him? You, t- you literally, you, Rich Eisen, literally spoke t- Tony Pollard's starting job into existence. Well, I was, and now you want to give it away after for two years you pounded <laughs> the drum for Pollard. Now you want to like give his job away? I don't think Pollard's a twenty-five, thirty touch guy. You Is said he? for two years he should be the number one back in Dallas. He should be the right. starter. So, so that means so he's got, he has to be a 20 carry back. But he's also coming off of an injury, too. Let's be smart about it. Aye, man. Look, you're not going to get any argument from me from having I know, I get Derrick it. Henry on the squad. <laughs> I get it. Seattle. I know they got Kenneth Walker, but let's go. Yeah, Ken Walker's nice. He would fit anywhere. The Titans are a fascinating team. How are they going to play this draft? How do they see their 2023 prospects? How do they see anything else? 
You know, who's toting the rock in Tampa right now? Uh, it's Rashad White. Rashad White, yeah. But he's just just one guy, right? Well, so far. Yeah. Do you know who visited the Titans today? Will Levis. That's a good spot at eleven. Yeah. I he think, could. He I could, think he'll be there. That's a spot. Will Levis also heading to Tampa too, as well. Oh, interesting. Oh, I can't wait to see this play out. Let's just keep everybody on the down low, and just, just, who's who's going to make a big trade? Who's going to? Somebody's going to. DeAndre Hopkins is going to go soon. Let's go. Kevin Millar will be joining us at the top of the next hour. Let's talk baseball. I've got a top five list of who should trade up for that third overall position. Ray Romano in studio and Mark Murphy talking about Aaron Rodgers. Still here on the Roku channel. Rich, you're talking about number, uh, the I number threw, three by the way, pick. I just, by the way, I just threw a whole ton of stuff out there oh, that yeah, I'm sure yeah. Titans fans are just like, get out of here with a, a lot of that nonsense. But they have to be, this is, this is, this, this is the deal that we're, we're, we're thinking about. Uh, or at least they, they have to be discussing internally kicking tires. What do you got over there, Chris? Uh, you mentioned the third overall pick that might be on the move. A former number thir- three overall pick was just traded about an hour ago. Jeff Akuda mm-hmm. From the Lions? The Falcons. For a fifth rounder. What the heck? Hmm. I like it. Falcons. Well, we're going to talk to... a uh, defensive move. I believe Dan Campbell is on the show Thursday. That's the first item up for bids, to use a Price is Right phrase right there. Bite some kneecaps. Okay. There you go. What the hell? I didn't see that coming. Let me see if... Well, I mean, in all honesty, Brock, you weren't looking for Jeff Okuda. Let me see if... I wasn't. I wasn't even thinking about Jeff That's what I mean. But number third overall pick just a couple of years ago. My phone's been buzzing. It's been a lot of people being kind about the double nominations, but... I'm just seeing if it's Breer and uh, Money Manager, yeah. the stars, Don Weir, um, those Ohio State honks claiming Jeff Okuda being such a great Buckeye. <laughs> Third overall pick to <laughs> a fifth overall, a good for Buckeye. a fifth round pick. Yeah, no, no, they're just claiming Joe Burrow hanging out with the Boses and Sam Hubbard as Ohio State guys at the UFC fight. Get out of here. <laughs> that drives me nuts. I understand. I don't want to upset me so much. Life's I, great. I don't know. Kevin Millan.